What we expect is an attorney general that will stand with our law enforcement, enforce the rule of law, and protect people's constitutional rights, and not just when it's popular. And when the mask mandate came out last year, I refused to enforce that because it was an unlawful extension of the governor's emergency authority. I'm Jen O'Brien. And I'm Bill Fian. And this is another episode of Fact Check. Eric Tony has been the Fond du Lac District Attorney since 2012. His father served in law enforcement for 30 years. He is president-elect of the Wisconsin District Attorney Association. Welcome to the podcast. Well, thank you so much for having me today. I really appreciate it. I think it's very interesting that your dad was in law enforcement. And how did that influence your decision to become DA? Well, I grew up in that law enforcement family and saw the sacrifices that my dad would go through, uh, whether it was working third shift and the impact that had on him and my family and the daily sacrifices uh, throughout the year of missing holidays and school and sporting events and other family events because of his career in law enforcement. And that's something that our law enforcement does uh, throughout their career of putting the community and safety of the residents first. And we have an attorney general and a governor in our state right now who have effectively turned their back on law enforcement and are playing politics with public safety. And we really started to see that here in Wisconsin in the wake of the Jacob Blake shooting when our governor condemned and convicted a police officer with no facts. And our attorney general sat by that night and did nothing. And that was unconscionable to me because our attorney general was the one that was investigating that shooting. And if he didn't know that Jacob Blake had a knife that night, he had to have been asleep at the wheel. And he should have been out forcefully pushing back against the statement of the governor, preaching calm to the community that we had to protect the integrity of the investigation, but there was more information and that would be conveyed at the appropriate time. And instead, he did nothing. And we saw what happened in the wake of that. And our law enforcement will lay down their life so that we can go home safely. And our attorney general is too busy playing politics with public safety while we see violent crime surging throughout Wisconsin with Milwaukee setting a record for murders in 2020 and is on pace to break that record this year. We know that Milwaukee and the Twin Cities can be drivers of violent crime in our state, and our governor and attorney general have done little to meaningfully address that. And people in Wisconsin are suffering the consequences of that as we see drugs pouring into our state with overdoses uh, surging across Wisconsin with fentanyl and methamphetamine. So now you're campaigning to be the Wisconsin attorney general. And I've seen that you're getting endorsements from law enforcement officials across the state. I believe you've been endorsed by the La Crosse County Sheriff, Jeff Wolf. Is that correct? Yes, Jeff, Jeff Wolf uh, endorsed me uh, in one of the early sheriffs that have. We have over 40 sheriffs, over half of all Wisconsin sheriffs have endorsed, and over 80 sheriffs, police chiefs, and DAs from across Wisconsin that have endorsed my candidacy. And there are even Democrat sheriffs and DAs that have endorsed me, that have seen the failure that Josh Call has been as our attorney general. As we see this surge in violent crime, our attorney general, Josh Call, has left key law enforcement DCI agent and leadership positions vacant. He has left prosecutor positions vacant and apparently transferred others to his civil unit. And he's reduced the effectiveness of our crime lab despite testing almost 30% less items in comparison to Brad Schimmel. And I have also been endorsed by the Wisconsin Fraternal Order of Police, which represents uh, about 2,300 police officers from across Wisconsin, and we'll be rolling out more of these endorsements in the next few weeks. What was it that influenced you to make the decision to run to be what many people call Wisconsin's top cop? 
for me, there was so much frustration with our attorney general, whether it was his failure to give out concrete guidance during Marcy's law, as that came out in the spring of 2020, giving crime victims a more level playing field with criminal defendants, his failure during the pandemic to give out guidance and uh, hid behind the fact that there could be lawsuits as uh, law enforcement and prosecutors in the entire state of Wisconsin saw us uh, essentially dive into legal chaos, and our attorney general was uh, virtually nowhere to be found. But really, the straw that broke the camel's back for me was seeing our top cop, our attorney general, failing to stand with law enforcement, as uh, any attorney general must do. And I don't want bad cops out there just like anyone else, but I recognize they are few and far between, and the overwhelming majority of law enforcement are amazing, wonderful people that make tremendous sacrifices to keep us safe. And our attorney general fails to publicly recognize that. And I suppose it might not be surprising given he was a liberal activist attorney before he got elected. And if that's what he'd like to do, it's our obligation to retire him to private practice so that we can have an attorney general that we can be proud of. So it feels like a fundamental breakdown of society. Why aren't people more outraged? Well, I I think people are. As I've gotten across the state, I've hit 42 counties so far this year as I've been traveling uh, talking about uh, why I'm running for attorney general and what uh, we should have in our attorney general. And I do believe people are upset and that the majority of Wisconsinites support our law enforcement and believe that they're wonderful, amazing people. But there is such a, a loud minority. And sometimes, unfortunately, our media can be part of it. But leaders and their words matter. And we saw that in the wake of Kenosha in what Tony Evers and Josh Call said or did not say, and people are responsible for their own actions, but we have to recognize that words matter and leadership matters, and we are seeing none of that from our governor and attorney general. And that has people, uh, I think, angry and excited about 2022 and sending them, uh, retiring them out of Madison. And how will you be different? So one thing that is so important is that we have an attorney general that will enforce the rule of law, not just when they agree with it, not just when it's politically popular, but every time. Because the rule of law is part of what makes America so great, is what separates us from the rest of the world, that we have due process, we have constitutional rights, and that we protect those at every turn. And we have an attorney general that is too busy pandering to liberal interest groups. We saw that, especially with a DNR lawsuit that he filed earlier this year, trying to remove um, Dr. Pren from the DNR board in the face of Wisconsin Supreme Court precedent and statute. And I called on our attorney general to dismiss his lawsuit because it didn't follow the law. Uh, Obviously, he didn't listen to me, but a judge ended up dismissing his lawsuit, and it was a Dane County judge that said our attorney general was wrong on the law. And that's saying something, given what we often see from Dane County. And what we expect is an attorney general that will stand with our law enforcement enforce the rule of law, and protect people's constitutional rights, and not just when it's popular. And when the mask mandate came out last year, I refused to enforce that because it was an unlawful extension of the governor's emergency authority. And that didn't make me uh, very popular with some within our local government because of, uh, you know, some perception that others had about COVID-19, but it was the law that I was following. And that is so important that we have an attorney general that will do that every time, regardless of what our personal opinions are. And we don't have that with our attorney general now. Okay, you stole my thunder. (laughs) (laughs) You've you've already went down the the road that I was uh, wanting to travel, which is uh, this whole issue of a wolf hunt in Wisconsin. 
has become really politicized. Recently, some of the Indian tribes filed suit to try and stop the hunt. And it, I, I just keep reading about how there's one challenge after another to holding a wolf hunt in Wisconsin. So where is that at right now from a legal standpoint? Are we going to have a wolf hunt? And hasn't this whole thing kind of um, ignored the will of the legislature? The the Wisconsin legislature passed having a wolf hunt. They made that law. It was signed into law by Governor Walker. And it seems like Josh Call is using his position as state attorney general to try and work against that. Where are we at with having a wolf hunt in Wisconsin right now? I think we're, we're unclear on, on what's going to happen because it, what we recently saw was um, the DNR essentially uh, blew off the, the DNR board for one of the first times that maybe we've we've ever really seen because they didn't agree with the decision. And one thing that is clear is we don't want activist judges and we don't want an activist attorney general. We leave it to our legislature to make the law and then we follow and enforce the law. And we are seeing our attorney general who, if he doesn't like the law, he's going to try and be an activist to change the law or find a friendly, maybe liberal Dane County judge that ultimately may agree with him. And that is wrong. It is so important that we leave the lawmaking to our legislature. And we're going to have to see, I think, how this plays out with the DNR uh, taking a different approach uh, than, than the board. And ultimately, I don't know what is going to happen, but at the end of the day, we have to make sure that we are enforcing the rule of law. And it's become a sad state of affairs when it takes groups like the Wisconsin Institute of Law and Liberty or our legislature to have to file some of these lawsuits to actually enforce the law when that is the job of our attorney general, but he's only choosing to do it when he agrees with it. And that's not what our country is about. And that's not what our constitution demands. You said it well, Eric, Tony, the rule of law is what creates a a safe and civil society. And too many times now we see people in government, uh, Governor Evers, President Biden, making edicts from on high. And that's not the way our system of government works. The legislature makes the laws. The executive is supposed to enforce those laws. I look forward to hearing from you again as you continue down this campaign trail. Yeah, I really appreciate um, the opportunity and look forward to being on with uh, both of you again sometime in the near future. And uh, thank you so much. Fantastic. Best of luck to you. I'm Jen O'Brien. And I'm Bill Fian. And this is another episode of Fact Check. Thanks for joining us today. You can join the conversation on our Facebook group, Fact Check Wisdom with Bill Fian, and subscribe to our podcast everywhere you subscribe to podcasts. 